हेलो गाइस एंड वेलकम बैक टू माय चैनल दिस इज द पार्ट नाइन्थ एंड द लास्ट पार्ट ऑफ दी गाइस सीरीज इट स्टार्ट्स विद द टाइटल सेज रिजिलियंस एंड वाबी साबी हाउ टू फेस लाइफ चैलेंजेस विदाउट लेडिंग स्ट्रेस एंड वरी एज यू ओके सो व्हाट इज रेजिलियंस इट सेज दैट वन थिंग दैट एवरी वन विद क्लियरली डिफाइंड इकी गाई हैज इन कॉमन इज दैट दे परसू द पैशन नो मैटर वॉट they never give up even when the cards seem stacked against them or they face one hurdle after another we are talking about resilience a concept that has become influ- influential among psychologists but resilience isn't just the ability to persevere as we will see in this chapter it is also an outlook we can cultivate to stay focused on the important things in life rather than what is most urgent and to keep ourselves from being carried away by negative emotions in final section of this chapter we will explore each techniques that go beyond resilience to cultivate anti fragility sooner or later we all have to face difficult moments and the way we do this can make a huge difference to our quality of life proper training of our mind body and emotional resilience is essential for confronting life's up and downs ओके सो हियर इट इज अ जैपनीज प्रोब सेज नाना कोरोबी या ओकी इट सेज फॉल सेवन टाइम्स राइज एट इट इज अ जैपनीज प्रोब ओके सो रेजिलियंस इज अवर एबिलिटी टू डील विद द सेंटबैक्स द मोर रेजिलियंट वी आर द इजर इट विल बी टू पिक अवर सेल्स अप एंड गेट बैक टू वॉट गिवस मीनिंग टू अवर लाइफ रेजिलियंट पीपल नो हाउ टू स्टे फोकस्ड ऑन देयर ऑब्जेक्टिव्स on what matters without giving in to discouragement their flexibility is the source of the strength they know how to adapt to change and to reversals of fortune they concentrate on the things they can control and don't worry about those they can't in other words of the famous serenity prayer by reinhold neimbur he says god gives us grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed courage to the change the things which should be changed and the wisdom to distinguish the one from the other okay the next topic is resilience emotional resilience through buddhism and stoicism siddhartha gautama buddha was born a prince of kapilavastu nepal and grew up in a place surrounded by riches at 16 he married and had a child not satisfied by his family's wealth at 29 he decided to try a different lifestyle and ran away from the palace to live as an ascetic ascetic a s c e t i c ascetic but it wasn't asceticism that he was looking for it didn't offer the happiness and well-being he sought neither wealth nor extreme asceticism worked for him he realized that a wise person should not ignore life's pleasures a wise person can live with these pleasures but should always remain conscious of how easy it is to be enslaved by them zeno of citum began his studies with the cynics the cynics also led ascetic lives leaving behind all earthly pleasures they lived in the street and the only thing they owned was the clothing on their backs seeing that cynicism did not give him a sense of well-being Zeno abandoned his its teachings to found the school of stoicism 
which enters on the idea that there is nothing wrong with enjoying enjoying life's pleasures as long as they do not take control of your life as you enjoy them you have to be prepared for those pleasures to disappear the goal is not to eliminate all feelings and pleasures from our lives as in cynicism but to eliminate negative emotions since the inception one of the objectives of both buddhism and stoicism has been to control pleasure emotions and desires two the philosophies are very different both aim to curb our ego and control our emotions both stoicism and buddhism are at their roots methods for practicing well-being according to stoicism our pleasure and desires are not the problem we can enjoy them as long as they don't take control of us the stoics waved those who were able to control their emotions as victorious what's the worst thing that could happen this is the next topic what the what's the worst thing that could happen we finally land our dream job but after a little while we are already hunting for a better one we win the lottery and buy a nice car but then we then decide we can't live without a sailboat we finally win the heart of a man or woman we have been pinning for and suddenly find we have a wandering eye people can be insatiable the stoics believe that these kinds of desires and ambitions are not worth pursuing the objective of the virtuous person is to reach a state of tranquility means apathia the absence of negative feelings such as anxiety fear shame vanity and anger and the presence of positive feelings such as happiness love serenity and gratitude in order to keep their minds virtuous virtuous v i r t o u s sorry v i r t u o u s virtuous the stoics practiced something like negative visualization they imagined the worst thing that could happen in order to be prepared if certain privileges and pleasures were taken from them to practice negative visualization we have to reflect on negative events but without worrying about them seneca one of the richest men in ancient rome lived life of luxury but was nonetheless an active stoic he recommended practicing negative visualization every night before falling asleep in fact he not only imagined these negative situations he actually put them into practice for example by living for a week without servants or the food and drink he used he was used to as a wealthy man as a result he was able to answer the question what's the worst thing that could happen next is meditating for healthier emotions in addition to negative visualization and not giving in to negative emotions another central tenet of stoicism is knowing what we can control and what we can't as we see in the serenity prayer worrying about the things that are beyond our control accomplishes nothing we should have a clear sense of what we can change and what we can't which in turn will allow us to resist giving in to negative emotions in other words of epictetus e p i c t e t u s epictetus it's not what happens to you but how you react that matters in zen buddhism meditation is a way to become aware of our desires and emotions and thereby free ourselves from them it is not simply a question of keeping the mind free of thoughts but instead involves observing our thoughts and emotions as they appear without getting carried away by them in this way we train our minds not to get swept up in anger jealousy or resentment one of the most commonly used mantras in buddhism focuses on controlling negative emotions which is one of the like 
ओम आणि पद्मेहम इन विच ओम इज द जनरसिटी दॅट प्युरिफाईज द इगो मा इज द एथिक्स दॅट प्युरिफाईस जेलसी नी इज द पेशन्स दॅट प्युरिफाईस पॅशन अँड डिझायर पद इज द प्रिसिक्शन दॅट प्युरिफाईस बायस मी और मे इज द सरेंडर दॅट प्युरिफाईस ग्रीड अँड हम इज द विजडम दॅट प्युरिफाईस हेट्रेड ओके नाव द नेक्स्ट टॉपिक इज द हियर अँड नाव अँड द इम्पर्मनन्स ऑफ थिंग्स अनदर की टू कल्टिवेटिंग रिझिलियन्स इज नोईंग इन विच टाईम टू लिव्ह बोथ बुद्धिझम अँड स्टोइजिझम रिमाइंड्स अस दॅट द प्रेझेंट इज ऑल दॅट इज अँड इट इज द ओनली थिंग वी कॅन कंट्रोल इन्स्टेड ऑफ वरिंग अबाउट द पास्ट और द फ्युचर वी शूड अप्रिशिएट थिंग्स जस्ट ॲज दे आर इन द मुमेंट इन द नाव The only moment in which you can be truly alive is the present moment, observes the Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh. In addition to living in the here and now, the Stoics recommend reflecting on the impermanence of the things around us. The Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius said that the things we love are the leaves of the tree. They can fall at any moment with a gust of wind. He also said that changes in the world around us are not accidental but rather from part of the essence of the universe rather buddhist notion in fact i will repeat this again they can fall at any moment with a gust of wind he also said that changes in the world around us are not accidental but rather form part of the essence of the universe this is a rather a buddhist notion in fact we should never forget that everything we have and all the people we love will disappear at some point this is some things we should keep in mind but without giving into pessimism being aware of the impermanence of things does not have to make us sad it should help us love the present moment and those who surround us all things humans are short lived and perishable seneca tells us the temporary ephemeral and impermanent nature of the world is central to every buddhist discipline keeping this always in mind helps us avoid excessive pain in times of loss